Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast channel that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Featured in this episode on creating the conditions for a creative culture, the work experience, are Laura Hamill, Chief People Officer at Limeade, and Tracy Brower with Steelcases Applied Research and Consulting. Hello and welcome to our podcast today. We are delighted to have Laura Hamill with us, who is the Chief People Officer at Limeade. This is part one of a two-part series, so join us for both if you're able. This is Tracy Brower. I'm a principal with the Applied Research and Consulting Group with Steelcase, and my PhD is in the sociology of work. So we're really excited to talk today about perspectives of people and social systems in the workplace. And Laura, again, we're just really excited to have you and wonder if you could get us started and tell us a little bit about your role and about LimeAid. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. So yes, I have two roles at LimeAid. The first one is that I am the Chief People Officer. And what that means is I work really hard with a great team of people to try to make sure that LimeAid is a great place to work. But my second role is that I'm in charge of an internal research function called LimeAid Institute. And we conduct primary and secondary research on the topics of employee well-being and employee engagement. And um, LimeAid is an engagement platform. We work with um, many different kinds of companies and really support their employee engagement and well-being efforts through our platform. Brilliant. That's wonderful. So, Laura, let's start here. As you think about work, workers, and the workplace, what are the most important trends that you're really paying attention to? Yeah, there's just so much that's interesting that's happening right now. I think one of the first ones, one of the most important ones, is we're seeing more and more organizations are realizing that they actually can be much more intentional about their culture than they ever thought they could be. Um, so really much more interest from CHROs and other leaders in HR to say, gosh, we can actually architect our cultures. We don't have to just be victims of our cultures. And they realize that it takes a lot of work. It's really hard to do. But you can do a lot to be intentional and put a plan forward with the culture that you really need to have in order for your business to be successful. So it's not just kind of the culture we happen to have or the culture that we've kind of evolved into, it's the culture that we needed to have for our business um, goals to, to really succeed. So I think that's something that's really fascinating because it's culture's been one of those things for so long that people, I think, sort of felt like they knew it was important. Um, they knew it, it, it. culture affects everything that happens in the organization, um, but they didn't really know what to do about it. So the idea of really being intentional about culture is, I think, an important trend that I see um, organizations caring a lot about. And of course, with anything that's important and that has, you know, that matters, it's not an easy thing to take on. Um, there's a lot to being intentional about culture. Awesome. Thank you. And, you know, one of the things that we've been paying attention to is a creative culture and how creativity is something that we want to be intentional about as well. In fact, Steelcase recently completed some research and we found that 72% of people feel that creativity is really critical to that 21st century job skill. But in another study, we found that 69% of people really thought that they weren't living up to their creative potential. So I'm curious from your perspective as an expert and from the perspective of LimeAid, 
to what extent do you believe that creativity is a critical job skill for the future and for that culture that um, companies are trying to be intentional about? Yeah, I think that statistic is just amazing, right? The 69% of people not living up to their creative potential, and that's in so many ways so sad. I definitely agree that it's critical, and I think we should make sure we don't think about creativity as only something that's possible in certain kinds of jobs. I really truly believe that creativity and the desire and necessity for creativity hold true in any job, that really there are reasons why we have to think in ways that aren't traditional no matter what our role is. And so what I think is also interesting about creativity is we really have to think about the conditions that create the opportunity for people to feel like they can even try new things. And this is where creativity is really kind of linked to the idea of employee engagement. It's linked to organizational culture. Um, so first of all, it has to be, creativity has to be kind of supported in the way the job is designed and the way that people feel a sense of autonomy and purpose at work. If they don't feel connected to their jobs, if they don't feel like they have some control over what they get to decide about their jobs, it's going to be really hard for them to even go into the space of feeling like they can come up with new and different ways of tackling things. So it really is you know, connected to this idea of employee engagement. And employee engagement is that, that deep connection and sense of purpose you can have at work that leads to more energy and more commitment. And so creativity is really enmeshed in that. You have to feel connected to your work, and you also have to feel like you have a sense of purpose, that you make a difference, that you really matter to your work in order for there to be creativity. And then on top of that, you could think about the organizational culture and how that could really work for creativity or work against creativity. So you take something, the concept of you know, feeling like you have some autonomy in your job. Do you even have anything that's not scripted in your job, that's not repetitive and rote? Do you have an opportunity to make some decisions, to put some things together, um, to really um, have some sense of control over your work? And that is really important in order for creativity to even thrive. But one of the kind of drivers of autonomy, one of the things that's even deeper rooted is the idea of trust. And so to what extent does the organization trust its employees that they're going to do the right, that the employees are going to do the right thing for the organization and vice versa to what extent do employees trust the organization to do the right thing by them and so we don't talk a lot about this idea of trust but it's so fundamental to the success of an organization to have that reciprocal trust in place oh brilliant exactly i love what you're saying and that is so connected to discretionary effort, isn't it? People really kind of putting in that extra mile and wanting to do more because they trust the organization and their leader and they are excited about the purpose and where the organization's going. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Talk a little bit about, um, in addition to your thoughts on creativity and trust and purpose and engagement, um, what are the other kind of most important skills that leaders are really looking for today in the talent they hire and promote. So, you know, they, they want creativity, they want that discretionary effort, they want that engagement, they want that energy, they want to foster that. What are the other skills that you feel like they're looking for? Yeah, I think it, 
and the other things that I can think of are probably pretty related to these ideas. It's, it, to me, I sort of sum it up in this concept of having a propensity to be engaged at work. So we, I 100% believe that the organization has a huge responsibility in creating the conditions for employees to be engaged, but I also think there's something really interesting about this idea of people who might have a propensity to already be engaged when they get to work. So if those conditions are there, those two, you know, the individual and the conditions come together to really create something pretty magical. But this idea of propensity to be engaged is an interesting one, and it's related to this idea um, of the concepts like being having positivity, have a general, having a general affect that's about you know, thinking that we can do something versus thinking we maybe can't do something. The idea of being resilient and being able to bounce back and to keep on um, moving forward even when there are obstacles at play. Um, the concept of self-efficacy, which is so important, really this confidence and belief that I can do things and that I can make a difference. And so those, those ideas, those propensities to be engaged, I think are really important. And I think sometimes organizations don't know how to define it or how to really measure it or look for it. They'll say funny things like, I, I got hired once um, for a job, a big job that I had, and they said the reason why I was hired is because I had a twinkle in my eye. And I think that that twinkle was really what they were talking about, right? This idea of having a propensity to be engaged, maybe a sign of positivity and passion. Um, but I think that we, we haven't gotten um, in a really good place of being able to identify those characteristics that will really set somebody up, again, assuming the conditions of the organization are supportive of engagement, set that person up to be engaged. Beautiful. Oh, I love it. So positivity and resilience and self-efficacy okay. and passion. And <laughs> that twinkle in your eye, that's a good story. I love it. What about, what about the work experience and the workplace? Specifically, as you think about those things that are so important in terms of propensity to be engaged and the conditions for engagement working together, in what ways are the work experience and the workplace connected there? Yeah, it, it really is. Um, I think in so many ways, the work experience, the physical workplace, workplace is, it's the physical manifestation of the culture, right? And what's such a bummer, and I see this happen in so many organizations, is when there's a real inconsistency between what we say we want to be, the kind of culture we want to have, and then our surroundings, and when they just don't match. And it's really hard because that's those physical surroundings are what people, you know, feel the minute they're brand new to the organization. It's what they're usually, in most cases, the, the place they are when they're trying to act in certain ways. And if the physical environment really doesn't provide an authenticity to what we say we are about or what we say we're trying to do, I feel like there's a real disconnect there. So to me, it's so important to have a really integrated employee experience, um, and I think the physical work environment is just a, like a glaring sign every day of that integrated or not integrated experience. Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes so much sense. Well, this is terrific. We've talked a lot about culture and the need to be intentional. We've talked about creativity and the sort of uh, conditions that we can create toward creativity and engagement. And then, you know, that idea that you shared about the propensity to be engaged interacting with those conditions we create. And then 
you know, the workplace and how we need to be authentic in the signals the workplace is sending in relationship to the culture that we also want to create. This is fantastic. Thank you so much, Laura, for your time. It's just been really helpful to hear your perspective on work and workers and workplace. Any, any final words, anything we haven't asked that you think would be wonderful for us to know? I think um, kind of at the core of all of this, um, we haven't talked about it a ton, but really at the core of this is the idea of caring and valuing people as people. And to me, there's a lot of things that are happening in the HR space, a lot of really good work. But if we fundamentally don't have that at our core, it's really not going to work. So we can create all the best programs in the world, um, but if, unless we authentically really care about people as people, um, it's not going to work. So I think that that's really important for everything that we do um, in this space. Brilliant. Oh, that's a, those are great final words. We really, really appreciate your time, Laura. Yeah, thank you. Join us for part two, where we will continue our discussion about challenges and engagement and well-being and the workplace. This concludes this episode of Cornet Global's podcast on creating the conditions for a creative culture, the work experience. Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Want to record a What's Next podcast of your own? Visit cornetglobal.org slash podcast to learn more.